Welcome to episode 194. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Welcome to episode 194, Grace to You and Peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I am on the fourth stop of the mountain of God. I know you may be tired of it, but this is just a way that I can kind of get my thoughts together. I know it's not the be-all, end-all, and it's just something that I can do to where I I know every day when I come in here to this room what I'm going to talk about and how I'm going to frame it. So we're on stop four of the Mountain of God, and if you have never downloaded the Mountain of God, just go to the website. I've got a link in the show notes here. You'll be able to see what I'm talking about. But stop four is the imitating of God. I believe that one of the key scriptures for this is John 14, 12. I don't believe that most people in the body of Christ truly believe John 14, 12. And I am still, as I meditate on it, as I look at it, It's hard to believe. And if you'll look at the mountain of God, you'll see that there's three levels. It's follower, believer, and disciple. And the mountain is supposed to signify the struggle. And in the early Old Testament writings, the Garden of Eden was in a beautiful garden, and it was on a mountain. And so I just believe that mountains have in the scripture, mountains are significant. And I just wanted to represent that by the mountain of God. Again, I'm going to tell you that this is just my way of putting my thoughts together. I believe that each one of us have a walk, have a journey in life, and each one of us are called to represent the Most High. And we are to do the best that we know to do. And I believe that a lot of us, present company included, just have not taken this thing as serious as we should. We're not in the Word. And I'm not getting on to you. I'm getting on to me, too. If we truly believe John 14, 12, we would dive into the Scripture and just see everything that Jesus did, and then we would decide, hey, I can do all of that. Today, I just want to thank you for being a part of this episode, be a part of my family, if you will. I'm putting air quotes up. We're one-on-one. The thing that I love about podcasting is that I can come into this room, although I'm by myself, I know that there are people out there listening, and I know it's you, and it's an, I mean, I don't want to get all touchy-feely, but it's an intimate relationship where you and I can talk. I love the concept of net time, which is no extra time. You can be mowing the yard, you can be working out, you can be driving to work, or coming home from work, or driving to get the groceries. It's not costing you any extra time to be here, but you could also be anywhere else. And there's millions, I think, of podcasts that you could listen to. And I just want to sincerely tell you, thank you. It means a lot that you're out there. But I want to go back to John 14, 12. I told you we were going to read this and we're going to meditate on this scripture. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. And I've got to go one more time to John 16, 7. And this is where Jesus told his disciples, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. If I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. 
we know by these scriptures, if you just kind of put these two together, and these are two powerful scriptures. I mean, there are a lot, multiple, probably thousands of powerful scriptures. But when you put John fourteen twelve that all these works that you see Jesus doing, you can do also because he goes to his father. And then you say, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, if it's to your advantage that I go away. When you marry these two scriptures together, that it is to our advantage that Jesus went away. And he says that you will do these works when I go away because I go to my father. So we now have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living on the inside of us. And we have the Holy Spirit here with us. Jesus has sent him. That was a promise. It happened at Pentecost. And it is something that you and I just need to, by faith, own. We just need to own it. We just need to know it. We don't have to understand everything. Again, we don't have to understand electricity to flip the light switch. We don't have to understand electricity to turn on the stove or to, or to plug in your refrigerator. You just have to pay the bill. And the bill in this instant is faith. You have, you've got the power. It's on the inside of you. You just have to believe that you have it. And you've got to dig into this word and when I start looking at what Jesus did, this is not going to be an all-inclusive list of what Jesus did, but I want you with this context, and that's why I'm going into, and I'm taking my time with this, because I just believe that most of us just read over the Bible. Sometimes we're trying to get to the next chapter, or we're trying to get through our Bible in a year reading, that we don't just sit down and we just meditate and we just slow down and just think about what this means. But John 14, 12, to me, means everything I see Jesus doing, I can do also. And greater works. All these works that Jesus did, because the Father was in Jesus, and Jesus was in the Father. Now the Father is in us, and we are in the Father. We are part of the body of Christ. We have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. We can do these same works, but you have to do them by faith. And we've got to understand that we're not going to be able to see it. We just got to get out on that limb. You know, most of the fruit on a tree is out on the limb. You can't hug on to the trunk of the tree and pick the fruit. The fruit of the Spirit that we grow is on these branches. We're the branches. But I just want you to understand that it may be a little uncomfortable when you start walking out there on that limb on faith and you taking these faith steps because if, and I can just tell you, because you look like a fool to the world. The world is not going to understand. They're not going to agree with anything that you're doing. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's true. It's one of the deals. That's why I think Jesus said it's going to be difficult because it's easy to go along and get along. It's easy for people to like you and then you just do what you think you ought to do so people like you. And I want to go to Matthew 4:23 and Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kind of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people then his fame went throughout all of Syria and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments and those who were demon possessed epileptics and paralytics and he healed them and because I talked about healing on a previous episode on the Jesus pattern I'm not going to dive deep into that, but we're going to we're going to discuss it. But I want to dive right into this, those who were demon possessed. I just think that this is fascinating 
And if you are of the camp that thinks that all the demons are in the bottom of some kind of African jungle or somewhere else, I think you need to read your Bible. There are demons everywhere, but I think we need to understand the power that we have over the demonic realm. And I talk about Satan as a punk, and I talk about that all the time. I've got shirts to prove it. I wear them all the time. I am here to tell you, you have the power over demons. There's not one demon in this world that can stand in the face of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and he gave us his power of attorney. Since I'm in real estate, I've got to talk in real estate terms, but when Jesus said, in my name, you can cast out demons, in my name, you can heal the sick, all of these things are spoken promises and they are under the name of Jesus. They are all accomplished under the name of Jesus. And I want to remind you of the scripture that freed me up to starting this podcast and continuing on in this podcast. And I want to speak this over you as you listen. And I want you to understand that you have the same calling on your life. If you're a fanatic, if you're here, if this is your first time, I'm going to speak it over you because I don't think there's anything by, that happens by accident. But this is found in 1 Corinthians 1.26. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence. And the reason that we use the name of Jesus is to give God the credit. I don't know if you've ever done anything like a footnote, if you ever had to write a term paper, if you ever had to, had to do anything to give somebody else the credit. In my pea brain, this is how I see this. You and I, we both know that it's not our power. We are not God. We are sons of God. We are chosen or elect of God, but we are not God. Our spirit man is just like Jesus. So we have the ability to conduct the power of God. It is not our power, but we have the ability to use this power. And when we use this power by faith, we give glory and honor to the name of Jesus, which is above every name. So at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. But it is at this name that you can have the ability. Now, Jesus didn't have to use his name because he was Jesus. He was God here on earth and he had the authority and the power and the demons knew. Oh my gosh. And you, we're going to read some scripture next episode or actually Monday's episode about how he used this. And it is incredible. And I'm not talking about getting into a deliverance ministry. I, you know, if, if that kind of floats your boat, I say go for it. But what I'm saying is the name of Jesus is powerful and his authority and his power. We're going to see what he did while he walked on earth. That is the imitating. And we are to be like him. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. We have for too long apologized and tried to conform to what other people think we ought to do. And I'm done with that. 
Now, I don't mean we need to run around and jump on pews and go crazy. I think if you can't look at the world today and see that we are in total chaos, it feels like we're walking on the ceiling, we need to be the light. And we need to turn this upside down world right side up. And the only way we're going to do it is through the name of Jesus and through the faith in his name and to actually walk out what's written in this word. And that's why I'm here. I'm just here to encourage, empower, and inspire you. And I'm going to leave you with one more scripture. As powerful as that name is, there is a scripture in the Bible. We've talked about this before, but there is a scripture that elevates his word above his name. I know that sounds radical, but let's go to Psalm 138.2. I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. And there it is in my Bible in black and white. It is in Psalm 138.2 where the writer clarifies which one is higher, God's word or God's name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Jesus came and had the authority over everything when he was here. But I want to tell you a little caveat. He's also the word of God. Jesus was the word. He is the word. And he continues to be the word. The word is actually the person. And I don't want to get your brain to start hurting. But the word of God is Jesus. And his name I mean, your good name means a lot in this world, but you as a person are more valuable than your name. And so I just want to, I want to end on this because we're going to take this to the next level on the next episode, but I just want you to know, and when I jump up and down soapbox moment and tell you to get in his word, it is because his word is more powerful than his name. And we are to use his name. We have the authority to use his name to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to make blind eyes open, dead people come to back to life. The name of Jesus is powerful in the spirit realm, but he has, God has magnified his word over his name. Well, that's enough for now. God, I thank you so much for your word. I thank you for this listener. I thank you, Jesus, for coming and living a perfect life for me and for the person listening to this episode and for the whole world. God, I pray that we could just somehow teach the world, all the people that you are drawing to yourself, I pray in Jesus' name that someone would get to those people before you return. God, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www. Dot no doubt only believe dot com.